This is Allison Capra. You're listening to How Not to Be a Miserable Cow podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure and share it with all the miserable cows in your life. <sighs> Good morning. Morning. I mean, I don't know what time people are going to be watching it, but it's morning here. Yeah. <laughs> so Bo and I are sitting here in the most beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Totally. Joshua Tree, California. Which actually, I don't know exactly where we are on the map. Um, I think, what do you, like... Are we in the park at this time? No, we, we're no? not. Uh-uh. We're, we're outside the park. Near Palm Springs-ish. Yeah. Okay. Near 29 Palms. Uh-huh. Okay, so, Miserable Cows. Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast kind of created for the book that I wrote, which mm. is to get out there the message that women have to kind of empower themselves to not be miserable. Mm-hmm. They kind of go around this whole this whole thing of like blaming other people for things they're going through or being a victim or things in their life circumstances instead of just saying how do I develop myself and climb out of this hole or how do Mm -hmm. I like move past this spot because we all get there and the the thing that I really really liked about you right when I saw you is you just kind of have this wild she woman she like (laughs) she be so I was like man that's my spirit animal Every time I see women, I'm like that are like just doing what they love and like living free. I'm like, oh, it just gets me. I love it so much. So just through Facebook, I was like stalking your Facebook stuff. And I'm like, this girl's she's figuring it out. She knows what she wants to do. So tell a little bit about kind of what you do. Okay, so I'm a yoga and teacher, a yoga teacher in San Francisco. Um, I've been teaching for about three years. I fell into it. Because I graduated from college and I was a political science major and I was planning on getting my LSATs and my last year in college I decided that I just really didn't like politics anymore and I decided um, I still tried to get like a desk job and like go through the motions and the desk job just really wasn't for me so I did a yoga teacher training and physical expression has always been like a huge part of my being like I just love doing anything physical like skiing running it's just always been part of me and so yoga and the methodology that went into yoga like really fit into my lifestyle and I I knew it was what I wanted to do pretty much right away and so everything that I did in my life after I did my teacher training fell into me being a yoga teacher so that's so cool <laughs> that's what's one thing that's really that what you said is really true is a lot of times people don't understand like their ability to learn or their learning style mm-hmm. and so they'll go to school suck at it college especially mm-hmm. and and want to just completely go from that to like okay I'm done that's not me that's not who I am yeah. But there is certain kinds of training that if you're doing your method of learning, mm-hmm. you'll really excel no matter what it is that you Right. Need. So I did kind of the same thing. I went to film school and I'd gone from high school just like hating every minute of it. It was boring to me. I just was like, felt like I was attached to a chair. Mm-hmm. But I was such a visual learner and I liked to like try things and figure them out and understand things like that. So I went to film school after. Mm-hmm. And excelled like right. super well because it was all things I was really interested in. Mm-hmm. So there's not one specific. You don't have to be like yeah s- attached to a desk and a book. Uh huh. You know what I mean. And I think that's like 
my entire life, I just grew up, my parents telling me, like, I need to go to college, and I need to, like, get a good job after, and, like, I think my intention before was to just make a lot of money rather than to just be happy, and then let the money come with being happy, and, like, figure it out from there, because, like, really that's what's happening now, like, once I decided to you know, leave the desk job, which my mom was not necessarily the happiest about, I was able to like hustle on my own and like figure it out doing and just being happy doing that rather than like waking up at six o'clock every morning and like sitting on a crowded bus and like going to a job that I hated. And so I just feel like I made the right decision for myself and everything else falls into place in accordance to that. That's awesome. And just as long as you work hard, really. You know, I think that's what it really comes down to. Um, Not making excuses about, like, why you can't do something. Because, like, I could have came up with every excuse in the book not to become a yoga teacher, you know. Like, I had to work a restaurant job while I was doing it. But I made it work because I wanted to make it work. Right, and that's kind of the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. Like with anything you want to do to kind of get out of even whether it's losing weight or trying yoga. Mm-hmm. So if you somebody who's even not tried it or somebody who feels like they can't go rock climbing or somebody who's, it's like in order to even get out there and try, mm-hmm. like you've got to know like you're, you're probably going to suck. Yeah. And then yeah, you ha- totally. like you have to get, it's going to take you some time. Oh my gosh. There. And when I first started teaching yoga, I was terrible <laughs> at it. <laughs> I was so bad at it. I was like, so I was afraid of public speaking and like I just would get in front of a group of people and freeze and not know what to say and like the words wouldn't come out and I really had to accept that like I that was ground zero for growth you know like I'm a beginner right now and I just really like accepted as much feedback as I could like from all my mentors at my yoga studio Mm -hmm. like they were so willing to like help me because I was willing to like be there and do the work and I think that's really what it takes is like feedback, I think, in general is um, really important. And I think a lot of people don't understand how important it is to like get um, a different point of view from the people around you. So and then I think a lot of people also think it's like a personal thing, like that they're being attacked for it. And it's I think it's the most important thing for growth in anything like really like in rock climbing like there's a hold you don't see and like Mm -hmm. someone else sees it for you or like even in like work or whatever it is I had to like really be accepting of other people's um point of view criticisms point Mm -hmm. of view but yeah well, I'll say this. I was so impressed with the rock climbing thing. Like, getting up there, I'm not that experienced with rock climbing, but I'm one of those people, like, I want to try. Like, I want to try to figure something out. And mm-hmm. we go once a week, but it's probably not even enough. <laughs> but I just was watching you, and I overheard you say that you just started basically two years ago. Yeah. Just getting into it. And, like, you were fucking crushing it. <laughs> so tell a little bit about how you got <clears throat> into that and then what. Um. So my boyfriend and I, we went to Yosemite uh in July of 2016 yeah 2016 and um we like just fell in love with it it's like one of the most beautiful places in the world I think and we our dog she's a French bulldog and she doesn't do very well with the heat so we wanted to go on a hike but she was like doing 
getting really hot and overheated. So we ended up just like hanging out um, in the valley. And we are near this like really legendary climbing camp called Camp Four. And near that camp, there's a ton of boulders. And we are just like climbing on the boulders and like messing around and not really knowing what we are doing. And then we were like, wow, we should really get into this. And so right when we got home, we joined a climbing gym and just started going like four times a week, like right off the bat and like putting our hearts and souls into it because we were we were in like both kind of a negative spot. We were partying a lot and it just it felt like that was something bigger than ourselves rather than like going to a club every Friday night. We were going to the gym instead and like we were like going on runs and like just trying to become healthier in general. And because we um, started climbing with the intention of going outdoors, we started going outdoors right away. So I think that was like really important. Big we deal. Like, yeah. Because it's so different. Yeah. And we were just doing a ton of research and like trying to like. Yeah. I watched her know. yesterday. She's over there with her little face in a, in a climbing <laughs> book. Like, we're like, where did you get that? She's got all the routes mapped out and looking at her hand. It's like so awesome but it's like if you get up there and you don't know what you're gonna do it takes you a long time and then you can kind of like just mm-hmm. get stressed out worn out by just like not knowing what you're doing and just pulling your upper body around yeah, instead totally. of really using your there's lower. so much technique that goes into it and it's like the reason why I love yoga is it feels like a dance and climbing also feels like a dance to me like the movements that it takes to get up the wall and like when you're flowing like that's all you're thinking about is like the next thing and like your mind's clear it's definitely another um moving meditation just like yoga yeah. so. so we came out here for the Raider Project um the Raider Project is a nonprofit that mm-hmm. we help run to get guys transition out of the military after being in combat back into civilian life and just kind of with the process of everything from their physical and like mental well-being to their spiritual, their brains, TBIs, things like that. So one of the things we do is bring them on these retreats to come out and just like get a weekend away, go climbing, hang out. And we love to have a yoga person with us. Well, that's kind of how I met Bo is she came out because we were, she was introduced to us by the guy who usually does it. Mm -hmm. He's also a Marine and I'm so glad he did. Yeah, me too. But what we what we came out here to do was she was really trying to get guys to connect to the, their physical self, mm-hmm. right, and deal with some of their the stuff that's like eating away at their head. Like you get in your head so much, and everybody does it, not just veterans, but everybody does it. You get in your head, you're so overwhelmed and just stressed with the thoughts of all the things that you can't control. Totally. And that was kind of what resonated with me most is that you were talking about in these yoga sessions, just breathing and controlling your body movements Mm -hmm. and bringing yourself present to the mat where you're at instead of going someplace in your head that's going to take you on it. Right. So can you tell a little bit of how you got there? Yeah. Because I know you've been through a lot. I, like in high school, I had like a really tough time. I my mom sent me away to like um, like treatment centers in Utah and I was like in and out of those for pretty much all of high school until I graduated um, like treatment centers and foster homes and it was just they had me on like a bunch of different medications because your dad passed away right yeah but my dad passed away when I was 17 but um, he was an alcoholic pretty much through my whole life so that was like uh, just like 
really made my life pretty hard be, with my mom because um, I don't know. It was just really hard. <laughs> and um, the I think the medications and like what is what made it harder though. Like I think I really just um, my mom kind of let me quit everything that I loved. Like I was before uh, my parents got divorced. I was like really into horseback riding and I was really into skiing and then we moved and I didn't have any of that anymore. And um, I think that's what made me really depressed is I didn't have like a physical outlet. And instead of like giving me one, they like put me on Prozac and Trileptal and like thought that I was bipolar. Which I like don't think is the best way to deal with it because like all of that stuff just made it so much worse. And um, so when I graduated, like I went through and turned 18 and I couldn't be in those things anymore. Uh, it was basically like an animal being let out of a cage for a few years, you yeah. know, like I, I can totally was see just that. partying. I was just partying a bunch, but <clears throat> my mom was like really supportive through it all. Like she never kicked me out and she was always like, you know, like you can do whatever you want, but you have to be in school. And I think that is what kept me grounded at that point in my life, you know, and then when I found yoga... Um, I realized one of the like core things about yoga is that um, like your words are not your reality and I think like I had just so such little self-esteem from like going through all of that as a child and like really feeling like I wasn't good enough to do anything because I was like I had failed at everything that I had tried to do or like it got interrupted and it was out of my control you know and it was really hard for me to transition back into like regular social circles. So I like just was so like down on myself. Well, and that's how that party (laughs) thing, like we were kind of talking about, that's kind of how that party thing happens. You get into a group or a group of people that are partying and kind of, you go down that path with them. Yeah. You end up stunting your social and emotional growth Mm -hmm. to that of whatever age you started partying. (laughs) I felt like I needed drugs and alcohol really too to like make myself be able to like hang out with people in a normal way um because I didn't feel like I could be accepted without those things and it gave me a way to connect with people and to connect with the community because I didn't have one in high school like I don't have those like friends in high school that I like grew up with you know really I have a couple but not like you know mm-hmm. not a whole group and I really just felt like a weirdo, you know? (laughs) So, and then yoga is, like, what kept me grounded, like, after college. Because I kind of went through the same thing. Like, I um, got, went to Santa Cruz. I, like, studied political science. I had the same thing. Like, I didn't know what to do after college. I was just like, okay, now what? And yoga is what, like, kept me grounded. I wanted to know kind of how you got to the place of getting yourself through all the things you went through kind Mm -hmm. of coming out of that and then learning that that in order to get out of your head you needed to be present with your physical yeah so I realized that like the way that I think um it persists through all of my life I don't know if you've heard uh the saying how you do one thing is how you do everything Uh, I've actually yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I realized that the way I was on the mat and the way that I would think when I was going through the yoga practice Like, if I was in Warrior 2 and I'd get, like, mad or irritated with the teacher and the way that they're talking, 
I would realize that's because I really don't want to be in this pose. And I was like using that me not liking the teacher to like, yeah, this sucks. That's <laughs> yeah. smart because I get in the gym like on this on the spin bike sometimes, and if the music's like off, mm-hmm. and if like I'm just like feeling too many outside things, and I'm not able to just shut it out and be present, and like what my like ride is gonna be, mm-hmm. I'll get worked up enough to where I want to walk out. Yeah, because totally. I'm just like There's too much going on, yeah. and I can't. And you have to. You have to push past that. Right, it's exactly. Like you are, like, versus yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of how yoga is. It's kind of how so many, like, rock climbing is. Yeah, exactly. You, Any you, sort the of The rock moving. is not moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you're going to have to figure out how you're going to get up. And so I realized that, like, if I was able to, like, control my breath and, like, my body, then I w- could, like, get past that and, like by the end I would be fine and like I would love the teacher and like Mm -hmm. and but it took a while to get there to realize that like the voice inside my head is like really just like a voice and has nothing to do with like what is actually going on you know and like if I'm able to get out of my head and into my body then like things get so much better like when you're right here in the moment experiencing like everything for what it is then There's not not those excuses that happen, you know, you're able mm-hmm. to like, it's kind of, it's like flowing, it's like riding the wave and like understanding that like things come and go and just taking everything for what it is, you know. That's so smart. It's like, a, it's a great way to just even relate to every situation and if you kind of start to master yoga or be like going to yoga consistently throughout the week, I feel like it can help you to like take yourself outside of like all the stimulus whether it's your kids being fucking crazy or somebody like putting a bunch of pressure on you at work or people talking shit about you behind your back or whatever it is like you can build so many things up in your mind right to make yourself miserable throughout a day right but if you learn to kind of like snap out of it mm-hmm. and just like okay no no what is actually happening right now i also think that and I was guilty for it too, but women in general have like a reputation of uh, complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And um, and like playing and like you were saying, like playing the victim and like needing to be saved. And I th- I definitely had that point of view. Like I thought that I like needed a like man to like be there for me and to like get me out of it and to like make my life better but it really like came down to like not complaining about the things that were going on in my life and it's really like simple it comes down to just like not complaining about like small things in general you know what I mean yeah not even like the stuff about I mean that's one thing that was like not allowed in our home my parents were like to the point where it's even like don't share your any of your thoughts <laughs> because nobody wants to hear you complain so it was like we kind of learned very early on like complaining is a choice mm-hmm. this is a choice the way that you feel about that is a choice and if you are gonna like really choose to be miserable today and keep yeah. your mouth shut yeah <laughs> and maybe that's what we that's all the message that we have to tell people today yeah is that if you are in a bad place <laughs> today or any day keep your mouth shut for the day (laughs) I think also like a really important thing to understand is like everyone can like think of something to complain about like at any point you know and it's like what you decide to put your attention on is 
the important thing. Like, are you going to always see that the glass is half empty or are you going to see that it's half full, you know? Mm -hmm. so. That's what I loved about what you said in your practice yesterday. You said, like, okay, I know that this stretch really hurts. Mm -hmm. But instead of taking, like, your brain, like, an overload off the sensors that are going off screaming at you that your stretch hurts, take a deeper breath and mm -hmm. hold it just a little bit longer. Yeah. Because it brings you out of that, like, intense, sensational, like, mm -hmm. into, like, finish this. this. um, I was listening to this podcast the other day, and this guy named David Goggins, he was saying that uh, people give up at 40%. And so I think it's, like, truly identifying, like, what that 40% is for you, you know, and leaning into, like, how much farther you can go. And I guess... I just like doing that, like, as a person. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, like, how far I can push it. And I think I've always been like that, even, like, when I was doing drugs, which yeah. is, like, not the best thing. I'm <laughs> going to win. <laughs> but now that, like, it's in a positive way, I think that, like, it's a good quality. You know? It's awesome because it does. It pushes you further. Well, thank you so much for coming on here today yeah. and coming out here this week. It has yeah. been fucking phenomenal just to get to know you but um i want to say to people who are listening if they've never done yoga or if they're practicing or they're interested in finding a practice you're at baptiste yoga in san francisco mm -hmm. and there's a lot of baptiste yogas around right and you really like those you want to um well we're the only partner studio so okay. we have uh baptiste in our name but if you go onto the baptiste website um you can look for affiliate yoga studios in your area there's hundreds of them all over the country and i think there's even some like in london and australia awesome. so yeah you just what go is the to, website it's baptisteyoga.com i think okay yeah. perfect mm -hmm. and it, again do you have a website or do you have a page that you're working like on it okay okay <laughs> well if we if you get that before we get it up we'll throw that in there too, okay but cool get connected stay connected if you have people around you that are in any kind of a yoga practice or have a studio nearby go try it mm -hmm. or go to a climbing gym and give it a try yeah right yeah totally do something different stop complaining don't be a miserable cow if you want to follow me on instagram too yes it's at b-o-w-b-o-b-e-a-u-t-i so go go perfect and we'll put that in the description as well okay all right thank you Say